Welcome to Psychic Primacy, the first in a series of discussions exploring the areas of most critical psychological importance of various films. Today, we are talking about Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. About halfway through the film, Harry is exploring Hogwarts and beginning to discover the secrets that lie in the shadows. He comes to a room and discovers the mirror of Erised. He doesn't understand the nature of the mirror and is perplexed when he looks within and sees himself standing beside his dead parents. Dumbledore comes into the room and explains to Harry, The happiest man on earth would look into the mirror and see only himself, exactly as he is. This is an extremely loaded statement, one packed with psychological implications. And for that reason, this is where we begin to explore the psychic primacy of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. In this scene, Dumbledore is telling Harry that happiness does not derive from the image we hold in our head, from some fantasies or dreams that we have constructed through thought. He is saying that true happiness comes when a person can see themselves as they truly are, a type of pure reality in which one's eyes are no longer shrouded. All illusions have been lifted and the person only sees themselves in the present moment, shortcomings and all with no future agenda attached. A contrast to the false image we often believe to be true. This is all contradictory to the position that Harry and Ron find themselves within at the time. They both look in the mirror and see something other than just themselves, both holding images of what their life should be like. Harry sees himself with his parents, meaning that they are still hanging over his head being ideal figures, types of super-egos which he is aspiring to become. Harry believes he needs to be just like his parents and replicate the types of lives they have lived. He needs to be a great wizard, someone upstanding, pure, and completely devoid of evil. His parents are the benchmarks which have been set. It's as if his happiness can only be obtained by being formed into his parents' image. Ron, on the other hand, holds a glorified image of himself, a weaker and smaller boy who comes from a family with many siblings and much competition. He believes he needs to become the Quidditch champion, to be something great in order to be good enough, to be someone who is worthy of others. But Ron also possesses a false image, an unrealistic idea that will cause much pain and suffering as he strives towards this illusion. Harry proceeds to say, So then it shows us what we want. Dumbledore responds with, It shows us nothing more or less than the deepest and most desperate desires of our hearts. Harry, being young and new to wizardry, is under the impression that the mirror is wish-fulfilling, that it will give us the things that our head and brain want. But those wishes are always deceptions, fantasies, which will continue to obscure the happiness of our hearts. Like Dumbledore said, the happiest man will only see himself and nothing else. By that logic, if you see anything other than you alone in the present, then you will not be made happy. 
You may get what you want, but you will never be provided the happiness we are all longing for. Dumbledore tells us that the deepest and most desperate desire of each person's heart is to see the naked image of our true self. This mirror gives us neither knowledge or truth. Men have wasted away in front of it, even gone mad. Meanwhile, he is also informing us that by getting caught in the image of our wants, we lose the ability to live more fully as we neglect the path of our heart's destiny. During the climax of the film, Professor Quirrell is viewing himself in the mirror with the Sorcerer's Stone in his hand. He is obsessed with what the stone will provide him in terms of wealth, power, fame, and freedom from death. He sees the stone as something which will fulfill his material and earthly needs. He is like the false alchemists of medieval times, the ones who believed that they would make actual gold from metal and literally be able to survive death. But they were also the ones deceived by fool's gold, who never found the spiritual gold made from real alchemical operations. Harry is offered the same rewards by Voldemort, being persuaded to join the dark side and receive everything he could ever ask for. He is asked to believe the illusion that the unhappiest people live within, believing that the external world of things and possessions, or the promises and gifts of others, will fulfill what you seek. Rather, as we have learned from Dumbledore, the thing you must seek is yourself, your own inner life which can sustain you through all. As the film concludes, Harry is lying in bed, recovering from the battle with his nemesis. Dumbledore aids Harry once again and proclaims, Only a person who wanted to find the stone, find it, but not use it, would be able to get it. Dumbledore is echoing Plato here, and the idea that the only one who is worthy of becoming a ruler or king is the philosopher. But the contradiction arrives, as the philosopher is the one who doesn't desire to rule or to be king. They decline this option, as they know it would require them to dictate the lives of others, something inherently counterproductive to becoming a philosopher. Here we are provided the communication of wisdom, the wisdom that comes when someone knows how to obtain, utilize, and dominate a thing, of having the competence to gain power over others, but ultimately chooses to withhold from use of that ability in order to assist the greater good. And this brings us back to the psychic primacy of the film, and perhaps that of the entire Harry Potter series. We must remove the veils of illusion, the images we hold in our heads, those of thought-created desires which only serve our ego needs, as a way to make room for the heart's path towards happiness. It is a type of ecstasy that can only be realized by each individual in his own particular way. The identification of a love that resides deep within the recesses of the self. Thank you for experiencing this episode of Psychic Primacy. Be on the lookout for more episodes in the series coming soon.